Blog Talk Radio. From deep in grow country. Deep in grow country. Oh, there we go. One voice rings out. No! Fuck off! Standing up for your rights. Not afraid to say what needs to be said. Quote from a Harvard Medical School doctor who said if marijuana was a new drug, it would be hailed as a wonder drug. Wonder, 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 wonder drug. Keeping you up to speed on all your needs. 200% more powerful than the stuff that's grown outdoors. This ain't your grandfather's marijuana. This stuff will kill you because the plants have light 24 hours a day and grow 24 hours a day. It's like dope on steroids. Your friend indeed when it comes to weed. Why is marijuana against the law? It grows naturally upon our planet. Doesn't the idea of making nature against the law seem to you a bit paranoid? Broadcasting live from an undisclosed location, Johnny Kush. Everybody, we're live tonight from the Virgin Hotel, Las Vegas, Nevada. Give us a call tonight at 515-605-9354. That is the hotline to get in on a very hot, hot night in Vegas. 90 fucking 5 degrees today again. Jesus Christ, I don't know. They say you get used to it, right? 95 fucking degrees, I'm sorry. It's not even... June yet. They say in the summer it's going to hit 120. You can't even fucking breathe. I don't know. I'm stuck here for at least two years, so we'll see. I walked into two years yesterday on a new place. Got at my access to my parking garage and parking space where I, I parked my brand new car. We're going to get into that a little bit later. Oh, boy. Well, it's not really a brand new car. Son of a bitch is uh, 40 years old. Not really. It's 39. Another, I don't know if you want to get into the geek thing about the 83 Corvettes. I don't know if you want to get into that tonight. We got all that kind of stuff going on today. And we have finally given away all the AEW tickets for tomorrow night in Las Vegas right up the street here all the tickets are gone so stop calling and stop the chat boards the tickets are gone i gave them all away i will be there tomorrow night though camera side third row back with the green sign mhh bcc still don't know what the fuck that means but we'll figure out tomorrow night i'll be there i'll be on television i'll be right in the center Right in the center, you're going to be able to see me. Right there. Three rows back. Look for the green sign. I'll be there all goddamn night. They're also taping for, uh, what is that? Rim, Rimage? Oh, Rampage. They are also taping Rampage, whatever that means. What is Rampage? Oh, okay. So apparently they tape. Oh, no wonder it starts so early. i got to get there at... Uh, it starts at 4 o'clock tomorrow. The gates are opening at 3. That means I got to get to bed early tonight. I need to get to bed by like 7 a.m. So I can get up at around 2. It's going to take me a whole, uh, I don't know, on a cab, with a cab. It's going to take me about eight minutes. 
but eight minutes to get there. That's about it. So I'm looking forward to that tomorrow. This is my first. I've never been to a professional wrestling event. I really don't know anything about professional wrestling, so it's going to be fun. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe it's going to be stupid. I don't know. I've never been to one of these things. I, I used to watch it when I was a kid. You know, Hulk Hogan. NWO, Hulk Hogan. I, 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 that's about as deep as I got into the wrestling. I didn't even know there was still wrestling going on. Apparently enough to fill an arena twice in a weekend. And then Sunday, we got all in. Pay-per-view, which I also got tickets for. That one, though, I'm sitting... Six rows back, main hard camera side, and we are going to come up with a new sign. New sign for the uh, pay-per-view. So we'll figure out what's going on there. If if I even go to the pay-per-view, we'll see what happens tomorrow night because I I don't know. I don't know about professional wrestling. I know nothing about it. I I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I got friends that work there. My friend Pat. I've known uh, forever, man. We've crossed paths when I was doing all my writing gigs out in, out in Hollywood. And when I was on the road with some bands and stuff, we'd always run into Pat at hotels and hang out. And Pat was a pretty cool guy. And I told him, uh, he says, when you got a jail, get a hold of me. And I'll let you get into some shows. And I said, well, the weird thing is, is I moved to Vegas this week, and you guys are here. So, uh yeah, I'll come by and see you. And he sent me a VIP backstage passes and entrance, and he gave me 50 tickets to go away to my listeners, in which those have successfully been distributed. Um, if you haven't, if you did win the tickets and didn't get contacted today, that means uh, we lost your contact info and get a hold of us through the email at uh, marijuanahappyhour at gmail.com. That is our new email address. Boy, things are exciting tonight, aren't they? And another big news today, big news that happened to me today, is I sold my house today to the Frankie Avalon Estate. I bought that house 14 years ago for $800,000. Right during, right after the fucking market crash, I came in and I stole that house. They just gave me a fair cash offer. The house... Is worth 2.3, and they came in and offered me 1.5, and I took it because that house, they're just going to level it anyways. They just basically bought the land and the, the pool. The pool's going to stay, and they're going to rebuild the house. So I made $700,000 today. Which is not a lot of money. It seems like a lot of money, but it's really not. It's not a lot of money. It can go one one bad marriage can take half of that away. I don't understand why any man with any amount of money would ever get married. I'm not going to put up three hundred fifty thousand dollars on the fact that you're going to like me still in ten days. So I'm officially out of L.A. The house has been sold. The cash has already been wired. 
and I'm very happy. I'm a very happy guy today, very happy. And then I went down to look at an 83 Corvette today. And I knew it was going to look like shit when I got there. So I got there, and it's um, only half done. The front of it's primered, and the rest of it's a fuck. It, the, the body's a fucking mess. But I opened the fucking hood, and there's a fucking LS in there. A fucking LS. New transmission. New tires, new brakes. You can see on the picture, those are fucking brand new tires, brakes, rims. The car is done. It just looks like absolute shit. But I drove it. I drove it, put it in my new fucking parking garage. And, of course, we're going to tune it up. Uh, you know, those tires and wheels are cool and everything, but i got to put something cooler on there. And we're going to chop it. We're going to chop it and make it a true convertible like my other 83, which was not an 83, by the way. It was an 82. That was built in 1983. It was one of 61. And the guy, I finally tracked the guy down that bought it from the police auction. And he quoted me $100,000. That's how rare that, that Corvette was. But you know what? We're moving forward. I'm not getting, I made 700000 Lost a hundred thousand. Whatever, it's all going to work out in the end, isn't it? So I got another seven hundred k in the bank, and won't have to worry about going to work this week, then, do we? Do I need to worry about selling ads? No. I got my own money. I don't have to worry about getting censored. I don't have to worry about getting canceled. You can't cancel me, unless you're Kanye. I guess you can uh, basically take all his money. They took all his money away. The bank called him and said, oh, yeah, you can't put your money here because you said something. Which I understand what he said was horrendous, and but they literally took his money. In America, a man can lose everything over saying something stupid or being off your meds. God forbid. Thank God I'm not a uh, multimillionaire. I thank God I'm... I'm underground podcast guy because if, if anybody there's just no way so what I do is I'm not greedy but I just I throw my money in the bank maybe do a couple of mutual funds super safe super conservative low returns and I'll just live on that it's not it's not that hard it's not that hard to, to live yeah, I got a Corvette. Did I? Could I have went out today? You know, I made seven hundred thousand dollars today. I could have went out and bought a brand new twenty twenty four Corvette. But then, now all you're doing is you're drawing gold diggers. I don't want gold diggers. Trust me, I could go out and buy. I have enough money right now to go out and buy a, a Lambo, a Ferrari, do all this shit where all these other small dick guys, the Andrew Tate guys in the world, have to go out and buy these supercars to get laid. And I had supercars. I've done it. I went and spent my money on stupid fucking cars back in the day. And yeah, you get all you get a lot of pussy. And all that pussy that pussy doesn't want you though. They don't want you. They want your money. 
that's the kind of girls you're attracting. You're not attracting quality women with uh, supercars. Now, I have a supercar, a true supercar. By the time I'm done building this car, it's going to have 1,100 horsepower. It'll take any fucking Ferrari. It'll take anything. But it's a 1984 Corvette. It looks slow. It looks stupid. It looks like a grandpa car. There's nothing cool about it. But these cars are so easy to build. The frames are so ready to go. They're ready for that kind of torque. And they're ready for that kind of kind of machine, that kind of fire. So, yeah, you see on the, uh, the show board, you see it. It looks like shit. When I'm done with it, you're not even going to notice that car. And it's going to be very conservative on the outside, but underneath is a fire-breathing dragon, just like me, that's ready to slay anything that gets in its way. But I did own a 1983 Corvette. One of 61. There truly is only one labeled 1983, but mine was made in 1983. And I love that Corvette. But this one's going to be just as nice. It looks the same. It's the same body. It's the same everything. It's just a different year. It's a year older. So it's an 84. I was really bummed out. I thought it was a 1 of 61 today. But no, it was a, it's a two, 84. The guy read the VIN number wrong. And it has a title. So I can go on and get it titled this week. I'll get my driver's license this week here. All in one shot, it's going to be fantastic. But I love this car, this new car. It's a love affair. It's me and my Corvette. When you find a car that you love, you got to love it. You know what I mean? You just love it. You love this car. Like nobody else. And I wish I could say in words how much when I saw this car, even though it's so ugly. It's got a shitty primer job, and it's got some bad Bondo and some bad body work. But underneath, it's been sandblasted, and it's completely, completely good to go. But it's the most lovely, lovely car I've ever bought. Once I get it done and chopped, this thing is going to look fucking 9,000 times better than the 83 did. But as man, this car... I tried to find a love song tonight to express my love of my new Corvette. And I found it. I found the song. All right, well, George, straight for you tonight. I used to love I her. I stopped off Corvette at the Zach for some beer and cigarettes. The old man took my money as he stirred at my Corvette. Said I had one just like her son in 1963. Hell, a man down at the bank took her from me. Oh, she was hotter than a two-dollar pistol. She was the fastest thing around. Long and lean, every young man's dream. She turned every head in town. She was built and formed to handle son. I'm glad that you dropped in. Reminds me of the one I loved back then. Yeehaw! Hell yeah! And I handed him my keys and said, Here, take her for a spin. 
The old man scratched his head and then he looked at me and grinned. He said, son, you just don't understand. It ain't the car I want. It's the brunette in your bed that turned me on. I had one that was hotter than a two-dollar pistol. She was the fastest thing around. Long and lean as the young man's dream. She turned every head in town. She was built and fun to handle fun. I'm glad that you dropped in. She reminds me of the one I loved back then. Lord, she was hotter than a two-dollar pistol. She was the fastest thing around. Long and lean as the young man's dream. She turned every head in town. She was built and fun to handle son. I'm glad that you dropped in. She reminds me of the one I loved back then. She reminds me of the one I loved back All right, hitting it hard on 92.759. The Cat, The Cradle, The Silver. Hard country coming at you. I don't know. If you had told me last week that I'd be playing uh, George Strait songs on my program, I would say, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why would I be doing that? Who would do that? Who the fuck would play? Why would I do that? But I did it tonight. I don't know why. I thought by now the show would be getting better. Not by now I'd, I'd find my stride, but I hit the podcast wall tonight, didn't I? I hit it last night. That was the problem. Last night's show was a fucking mess. It was the worst fucking show I've ever done in the history of doing shows, and including the very first one. It was the worst one. And now tonight, it ain't much better. This is awful. This is an awful show. I knew this was going to happen. I knew these these shows were going to happen. But, you know, they happen. There's nothing else you can do. Is it the death of my broadcasting career the last two nights? It might be. It might be. We had uh, 62,000 people listen to that fucking abortion last night. And uh, we don't get live numbers. Well, we used to. Uh, I interviewed a couple of guys today, too, to come in and um, produce the show. And the show is going to be a lot better once we have a guy that can produce it. It's just not me sitting in my hotel room on a couch, staring outside the window. They need to light up the pool a little better at, at night. I'm also in a lot of trouble over last night's show, and I don't know why. How can, how can last night's show be anti-trans? How could that be anti-trans? That makes no sense. That makes zero sense. That was the exact opposite of anti, I would say, wasn't it? People in the chat board are fucking laughing their asses off. They are... Okay, Big Jimmy. What? Big Big Jimmy checking in. Big Jimmy, our new friend Big Jimmy from Portsmouth. My new friend Big Jimmy. He's coming uh, tomorrow to the AEW. Dynamite live on TBS, by the way. You can watch it tomorrow night on TBS. It's going to be off the chain, they say, the kids, right? Off the chain? The chain? I don't know. 
that's all I had to say. Okay. Way to stop the whole show, bring it down to a grinding halt just to say hello. You know, you could have said hello uh, after the show. Wow. Wow, dude, you got to learn timing. You got to learn how to do a podcast, but that's fine. We'll teach you guys, newbies. Newbies, I don't, we're not, we haven't brought anybody back yet. Like I said, these next two weeks are just going to be a fucking nightmare. Just trying to get used to coming on every night, getting used to the flow, getting used to logistics. The other thing that's going to be a lot better is when we get to a uh, an actual studio and we get settled in. So just hang with us. Enjoy. This is just really raw, really raw. I like to tie the show in to some music just to kind of give me a breather since we don't do any commercials, but we just play cool songs. But tonight we kind of blew that, right? That's not a very cool song. That was very tough. That was a tough one. I don't know if I could go any lower, can we? Can we go any lower than we went tonight? Well, I am going to go watch professional wrestling tomorrow at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, so we'll see. We'll see how that is. And I'll have a lot... I don't know what the fuck's going to happen. I know when I go to an event, I'm going to get fucked up. I know I'm going to drink nonstop. I'm going to drink as many of those fucking beers as you can. I might have to bring a... Is it going to be 8 to $12 a beer now, I heard? Cost me $200 to get a fucking good old beer buzz at a wrestling event. How ridiculous. But we do have a pre-dinner and... Uh, Hopefully there's an open bar in the Players Club or whatever, the uh, VIP club. We are getting a dinner tomorrow, though, so looking pretty forward to it. Thank you, Pat, for setting us up. Fifty of my listeners are very happy that you set them up. Listen to me tomorrow night. I'll be live on TBS television tomorrow night with the green sign, MHH. And if you guys want to bring your green MHH signs, bring them. Bring them, man. That'd be awesome. We'll see you tomorrow night live. TBS, third row, green sign. You'll see me. Ten seconds to the live audience. Good night. We'll see you guys tomorrow night on TBS. And then live show afterwards. Good night, everybody. No, I'm just fucking... I can't play that.
single face no more tonight. All ashes to ashes, much like my broadcasting career has turned into tonight. My God, did I just burn my own show to the ground? I think everybody listening to the post show, after show, podcast after show show, the part of the show that only the people that listen to the podcast get to hear, because the live show is over. But we do this lot. We tape this live. We don't, like, put together a special little, but we know. The way the fucking show's going tonight, we know it's not done professionally. You know, so you knew the program, which I tell a lot of people, wait till June 1st to tune in. And once June 1st hits and we, we are rolling like we used to, uh, we open it, we have a live call-in, uh, we get, we'll get back to the weed we got a lot of good weed news coming out. Uh, in Minnesota today, the weed bill is on the governor's desk. It's up to the governor of Minnesota right now. It's up to him and his pen to decide Minnesota's marijuana fate. Minnesota's huge. Minnesota is a huge, huge marijuana market. You have no idea how huge this Minneapolis thing can be. The uh, They're going to allow... The more states that legalize, we could start getting the money into the banks. We have a lot of problems. There's no money going into the banks. Our banks need cash right now. We're going through recession. Cat was banks shutting down left and right. The marijuana business right now has nearly a trillion dollars in cash floating around because they can't put it in the bank. Piles of cash stocked in safes. The money is the money that is that could infuse banks tomorrow would be ridiculous. The thing. That we need to get to though is interstate commerce with marijuana. This is this is the huge problem right now. Is that when your state legalizes marijuana, you can't send it across state lines. So the problem is, is you're stuck. You're stuck. California, Northern California, has so much fucking weed they have to throw it away. It is the best weed in the country. It's the best weed you can get. It's, there's nothing better. The purity, the the outdoor grows in Mendocino on here. And they should be able to ship that across state lines. Like, imagine if they had to make uh, bourbon specific. Imagine if you can only get bourbon made in, I don't know, Nebraska. Nobody wants to get Nebraska bourbon. They want Tennessee bourbon. They want Jack Daniels. They want the Tennessee barrels. And they get to ship it to anywhere they want in the country, anywhere they want. But my my buds up in Mendocino are dying. They're growing the greatest, most spiritual marijuana you're ever going to have in your entire life. And you know what happened to it? It's just rotting because they can't sell it. They can only sell it in California. Why can't they sell it in Minnesota? Why can't they send it to Chicago? You have to fucking make your weed in that state. Like, Missouri ran out of weed. Like, right on, Missouri. I had no idea you had that in you. That is fucking awesome. Put it illegal in Missouri. We'll get into the Oklahoma thing. We'll get into the really deep dive into marijuana, but I'm really, really, really 
excited to see if the governor tomorrow signs the fucking thing into law and weed is legal in Minnesota. You're next, Wisconsin. What are you going to do? Michigan's legal. So what, you're going to be illegal? You know? You're going to be like uh, Nebraska and Iowa and the Dakotas. You're going to have fucking that little little fucking little – or Kansas, too, is another dipshit fucking state. A bunch of dipshit states. We're going to call that the fucking Republican fucking agenda. It's not even a state anymore. It's an agenda. You guys are sad. Very excited. And – we really need to open up interstate commerce though with marijuana. We have to do that like today. Making these guys grow their own weed is dangerous. These guys have been doing it for 30 fucking years and they, they know it. It's clean. It's great weed. It doesn't have pesticides. It doesn't have mold. But no, you want to trust some dipshit in a warehouse to grow your weed when you can get this nice fucking outdoor grown Anti-toxic weed, that it, that's why Californians live longer. They have better weed. So that's next on the agenda. There's still plenty to fight for. I know I'm sitting in a legal city right now. I can go and get weed anytime I want, 24 hours a day. It's surreal. It's just it's strange. I don't, when you used to come to Vegas, you'd have to fucking find a guy. You'd have to fucking take a cab and a cab driver would take you to some fucking sketchy place and you'd give him $50 and they'd give you a bag full of sketchy weed and you, your whole fucking vacation was just a headache. That's all you got. So it's exciting, but we need to get the cash in the banks. We need interstate commerce. And I'm out of time. AEW, tomorrow night, third row, middle, camera side, MHH sign, I'll be there causing some major fucking hell tomorrow night. And we'll be doing a show after the broadcast tomorrow after midnight sometime, which will be 3 a.m. East Coast to Central 11 Mountain and uh, 10 p.m. where I'm at. Have a great night. Stay safe. Smoke away. Smoke, smoke them if you got them and smoke them all the time. That's what I say. Good night, everybody. I stopped off at the quicksack for some beer and cigarettes. The old man took my money as he stared at my Corvette. He said I had one just like her son in 1963. Hell, a man down at the bank took her from me. Oh, she was hotter than a $2 pistol. She was the fastest thing around. Turned every head in town. She was built and farmed to handle sun. I'm glad that you dropped in. She reminds me of the one I loved back then. Handed him my keys and said, here, take her for a spin. The old man scratched his head and then he looked at me and grinned. 
He said, son, you just don't understand. It ain't the car I want. It's the brunette in your bed that turned me on. I had one that was hotter than a two-dollar pistol. She was the fastest thing around. Long and lean as the young man's dream. She turned every head in town. She was built and fun to handle fun. I'm glad that you dropped in. She reminds me of the one I loved back then. She was hotter than a two-dollar pistol. She was the fastest thing around. Long and lean every young man's dream. She turned every head in town. She was built and fun to handle son. I'm glad that you dropped in. She reminds me of the one I loved back then. She reminds me of the one I 